Hello and welcome to the Ignite Podcast. My name is Caitlin Moyes. And I'm Heather Morris. And we're on episode number 32. And we're just going to give this a title at the end, Heather, because you wanted this to be so exciting <laughs> and not boring. So. I don't want it to be boring, no. <laughs> okay. It's a little serious, though. It is a little bit serious. So we're talking about um, reasons why young people aren't attending church or maybe why they're stepping back and avoiding going to church if they have grown up in the church. Okay, so you brought this topic to me, Heather, and you had some serious research that went with this from Barna Research that says six reasons young Christians leave church. So first off, what do you think would be like the number one reason from what you read? What do you think that that was like the number one reason why Christians, young Christians would leave the church? I mean, I just think, you know, I grew up, I grew up in the church and I, I grew up in the same church um, affiliation my whole life. So I think there is a point when, at least for me and my friends mm -hmm. that um, grew up in the church, that when you go and get really involved in school activities towards the end of your high school mm -hmm. life mm -hmm. and you're going and transitioning into your college years, mm -hmm. you start to get that freedom mm -hmm. where you don't have to choose whether or not you go to church or not. I mean, mm -hmm. it's kind of on, you're on your own That's to true. get up in the morning. I think that some people embrace that freedom and say, hey, I'd rather stay in bed today. You know what I mean? Maybe I'll go next week. Mm -hmm. And I feel like then it becomes a habit. And then what I think happens is, you still have instilled in you that, um, you know, you know that you should be going to church and worshiping God and being staying connected and, you know, hearing the word. And then I think that it just becomes such a habit mm -hmm. that you start to get guilt over it, <laughs> which is horrible. Mm -hmm. And then um, usually what's happening is, and research has shown that when you then have children of your own and get married and mm -hmm. start your own family, then you feel like it's time to go back to the church. So this is um this has been researched a lot in the last century century <laughs> like 10 years let's say that 10 years and um I think it's just letting people it's letting churches know how they can better um equip themselves for that age group mm -hmm. you know and how you can like embrace them right. to keep them right. so that it continues so mm -hmm. was that boring no not at all <laughs> i think i think that you made a lot of good points and i love that we both talk openly on this podcast because you came from a background of growing up in the salvation army church and me i came from a background of christian um you know god believing parents we went to church like so i went through catholic um like ccd oh. and that type of thing because my dad was catholic and my mom was protestant or just Christian. And so in the beginning, it was kind of difficult when we were little, um, like myself and my brother and sister, with finding a home church to go to because my dad would go to mass and my mom would go to a different church. And that's kind of how it was growing up. And then as I got older, it was like, well, you know, I didn't have a home church. So I was like, where do I go? And it was kind of up to me to choose. Um, 
you know, which direction I wanted to go with that. And I, I'll say at times, um, I did have that guilt, like you were talking about with not attending church. And I knew it was something that was an important part of my life, but I just, I didn't make it a priority or I just chose, you know, to stay home because I didn't have that accountability when I was, um, you know, going through college and stuff like that. But I will say now being, connected with the church here at the Salvation Army, I feel like I'm finally, like, I found a home church, and it's very exciting for me because um, I know the senior members here because we, you know, have the the meal service for them, and everybody is so friendly, and it just, it feels like coming home now, and this is only my third week of going to um, the church here since we have opened to have the live service, but I'm really enjoying it, and it's something that I look forward to now, so... That is just my experience with kind of going through the church and everything like that as a young person. Um, So we want to touch on some more reasons why maybe um, you as a listener may be avoiding church. Um, So what do you think some of those reasons would be? If maybe somebody has never experienced church or is a new Christian now, I think that could be kind of intimidating to go into a new church. Um, I think there's a lot of vulnerability with that, too, with maybe not knowing people and not knowing what to expect. So things like that. You know, and I'm I'm going to see this in like simple terms. I think that we've talked before about when you're going from, you know, attending a Bible study and then finding a home church, you know, so that's kind of like what we're talking about again. So I think that Making the decision, first of all, that you are going to attend church so that you are being fed Mm -hmm. um, God's Word and that you're getting kind of deeper into the Bible and um, having the whole worship experience where, and everybody worships in a different way, Mm -hmm. so you definitely need to find, um, you know, a church that you feel welcomed Mm -hmm. to be there so the people are active in welcoming you into the church. But then I think those things make it easier, but I think that there's also something to say about your commitment level mm. as a new as a new Christian. Are you what are the reasons that you're there for? Are you there to learn more about God? Mm-hmm. Um and it certainly does make it so much easier when people are friendly and mm-hmm. people are welcoming to you and mm-hmm. the music is perfect. It mm-hmm. you know that kind of stuff. I mean it does. It makes it so much easier. I mean you just want to be there. But I think that it's just very important as a Christian that you know why you're going to church and you stay very rooted in that. Does that make sense, yeah. Caitlin? That it, it's like it's like making your life fuller and um you know what I mean? Like but then again, there's also those connections that make it so hard when you are growing up then. If you if you make the right connections, there's people in that church that aren't going to let you sleep in mm-hmm. more than one Sunday. They're going to call you oh, yeah. and they're going to be like, where are you? Like, what is going on? Is something wrong? Can I meet you for, can I meet you at lunch? Can I, you know, because they're just not going to let you <laughs> not be there. But I don't know if I answered your question, but I'm just saying, I think that's important to yeah. 
to know. And Heather, I'll just say with my personality, part of the reason why I did not want to have a home church was because I was kind of afraid of making those connections and having that accountability of somebody saying like, hey, where were you last Sunday? <laughs> like, <laughs> because I just kind of like to do my own thing and kind of blend in and not be noticed and not, maybe that's just my own, my own problem. Hey, Lynn, <laughs> at this point, I'm going to come to your house. I'm going to pull the covers out of your bed and I'm going to preach to you or do a recap of what was going on for Sunday. I'm going to try to be there every Sunday, but that was just my own avoidance. I think of wanting to really make those connections with people. I don't know. Um, so no, I appreciate that. I appreciate Does that make sense that. though? Yes, I, I yes, think, yes. I think as like an introvert, I kind of shy away from having those deep connections because maybe I fear that um, those connections at one point won't be there anymore. I don't know. This isn't a psycho. I'm going to tell you one thing, though. I mean, we found the right church, Caitlin, because, you know, even, I, I mean, I'm going to be really honest with you, like some quieter people that I don't even get to really talk too much, mm -hmm. they come to me mm -hmm. if me and my children aren't there and they say, I missed you last week. Yeah. And it's like, wow, they yeah. noticed that I was not there. They I, noticed. I realized that's actually really nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice having people care about you. <laughs> but even the person in the corner that doesn't want to be noticed. I'm that person in the corner. Yeah, but you could make such a difference to, to people. I mean, th I know you love to make a difference in mm -hmm. people's lives yeah. and to quietly hand the tissues. <laughs> <laughs> and to give them water after they've done yoga, hot yoga with you. <laughs> but, so that could be your place. And and I think that that's what it's about. Like, yeah. you know, finding what is your, what is your place in this church? Like, mm -hmm. how am I owning it? How am I making it my own? Mm -hmm. And I think there's even a place for you, Caitlin. You're not realizing how important you already are. Like, especially to my children when you say hello to them and ask them how their week was. Oh, well, so. thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. And on a serious note, though, I want to touch on if you have been hurt by the yeah. church. I think this is a really big topic to talk about because this is real for a lot of people. And it kind of turns them off to maybe Christianity altogether, if they've had a bad experience, if they've seen any type of major hypocrisy with church leaders, if they have felt judged, if, um, if they feel like just what is being talked about in the church isn't relevant to them. I think these are all things that we need to think about um, and just kind of talk through. If if that has been an experience for you, if you've gone to a church and you've had a terrible experience, know that I think first off that we're all sinners and that's why we have Jesus and nobody is perfect. Nobody is better than somebody else. And I think even church leaders can make mistakes and um, there's going to be consequences for their actions. But just keeping in mind that, you know, we're, we're all human. And just because you might have had one bad experience at a, a certain church doesn't mean that all churches, churches are like that. And um, if you find the right church, a Bible-believing, true Christian church, then you're, you're not going to find anything but love coming from that church. Yeah, I think that this is such an important thing to talk about because, 
you know, um, when I looked up this part of like, mm -hmm. you know, the outline that Caitlin gave me for today, um, I looked up what you do, like what the steps you take. Mm -hmm. And at the end it said, um, number one, it said that it's very important, the connections that you're making with people, because if you are connected with someone, mm -hmm. even one person mm -hmm. that you can talk to about the hurt, Sure. I think that that's important. Like somebody that's going to pray with you mm -hmm. and, and say, um, tell me about what your problem is. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about how we can solve it. Then it mm -hmm. goes on to talk about how you really, you know, should confront whatever, whatever problem that is. Mm -hmm. And, and, but at the end of all of this, mm -hmm. it said, if you get hurt in the church mm -hmm. and you've solved that problem, mm -hmm understand that you're probably going to be hurt at some point again mm. because we are like you said everybody's human right. and when you go to church you it's all about you putting your heart mm -hmm. out there and opening it up and your mind and everything to mm -hmm. what's being taught to you what's being said and there's just a part of that that makes you so vulnerable yeah. and sometimes you hear something the wrong way. You feel something the wrong way. And and you could, mm -hmm. you know, you could get heard, and even if nobody means to. So yeah. um, one of the examples were that one of the young people thought that they would be a great leader in the church, and they had mentioned this to someone. Mm -hmm. And that person kind of laughed and said, you know, I couldn't imagine you being a leader. And then they were so hurt. Yeah. Well, number one, of course, that's hurtful yeah. in any social situation when you're, you're kind of knocked down a little bit. But they're not, that person probably isn't the tell-all. Mm -hmm, and if right. you keep praying about mm -hmm. you, what you feel God is calling you to do, then mm -hmm. it can't fail there. You can't fail in that. So we're being so heavy, Caitlin. Well, I like getting deep, Heather. I know. I, I do like getting deep. Yeah. This is an important conversation. It yeah. And did you have a check it out? Because I had a I check. Do. Oh, you do? No, we ahead. We both have a check it out today then. No, you go ahead and do yours okay. if it pertains to this and then mine will be. Who, is it a little bit lighter? Yeah, and fun? a little bit. Okay. A little bit. Okay. Yeah. Well, I found on YouTube when I was looking up kind of information about this topic, I came across a woman named Lisa Fields and it's called the Jude 3 Project. And she has many different videos where she sits down with a handful of young people and they talk about reasons why maybe they have left the church um, or just talking about how we're talking about, you know, um, being vulnerable, going to church and different things like that. And I think there was a, just a lot of good conversations um, that they were having. So that is called the Jude 3 Project with Lisa Fields, What Made You Leave Church? I think that is, um, that's a good one. I think we've heard about that one in our leadership, um, sessions. So obviously this is something that churches have been, um, digging into a little more mm -hmm. because they're seeing that that college age yeah. or like older high school kids, um, are leaving because again we talked about this in the beginning you're mm -hmm. you're getting your freedom mm -hmm. and you have choice now yeah. so i think it's important that you pick a church that number one they've talked about in both of these projects both the, the article and the mm -hmm. the jude 3 project that um you know, you want to pick a church right from the beginning that makes you feel comfortable, mm -hmm. that makes you feel welcomed, right. 
they also go on to talk about things like, is the worship experience, Mm -hmm. um, is it geared towards you? So, for instance, let's say the pastor is talking kind of over your head, Mm -hmm. you know? If they're not speaking to you in terms that you can understand, Mm -hmm. if you walk out of there and you say, well, I understood a little bit of it, but I don't really understand it. I mean, that might be a reason you might get bored. I mean, some people get bored. Young people get bored. Um, Maybe that's not the right connection for you. Um, You want it to be in turn, you want it to be a service that you understand, Mm -hmm. that you're comfortable with, that you're, you know, um, the other one was, oh, we've talked about this, like fear of judgment. Mm-hmm. So that, I mean, that was that, mm-hmm. um, what about church hopping? I feel, say it again, I feel like, what about church hopping? Like, I feel like sometimes you want to find the perfect church service, but if they don't have the exactly right music that you like, or, you know, I think it is important to say that you want to give it a little bit of time Mm -hmm. and not just jump from one church to the other too quickly, because no church is going to be absolutely perfect. And there's going to be certain things that you may not love, you know, but I think it's also good to note that, you know, but when you find the church, I feel like you will know. Yes, I do too. Yeah, and you can pray about it as well and ask God, you know, where do you want me to have a home church? Mm -hmm. So Yeah, I think that's the most important thing, that if you are going to church hop, which people do, um, I think that if you pray— Mm-hmm. Like prayer would be the most important thing because God's just going to lead you, mm-hmm. I think, to where. Mm-hmm. And if he's, if you don't feel like he is, it's probably you. You're probably being a little picky. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably not settling your heart, you know, that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I think the whole point of this, though, just to kind of come to an, an end is that it's good to be aware of why things happen. Mm-hmm. So that you can make sure in your life as a, as a young Christian or a newer Christian that um, you don't want this to happen. You don't want to invest your time, your energy, your life, your relationships into, you know, a church that then you're going to leave. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That hurts everybody. There's just hurt, hurt, hurt mm-hmm. around in that. It hurts the people in the church, even though you don't know it. It hurts them that you're not there, and um, and then it's going to hurt you in your relationship with God. So think about how far you've come, you know, since we've all started listening even to this podcast and becoming a new Christian, and um, you want to continue that because you don't want to invest your time and energy into something that you're just going to have drop off or, you know, you're going to choose to drop off. Um I, but I think that it's also important for you to look at a church that is also going to encourage you through any steps of your life. So encourage you when you're going to college, Mm -hmm. encourage you as you're the teenager that is struggling through high school and then being maybe after college single, Mm -hmm. you know, or there's, are there other single people that are going through the same thing you are? And then again, the young families. So every stage of your life. And I think if you really look around at any church that is there, mm-hmm. you just have to, mm-hmm. you have to put, you know, you got to take that step right. in each one of those. Does that make sense? Yeah, so, 
anyway, so let me know when you're ready for the check it out. But if you want to, oh. she's got something to say. <laughs> well, I just wanted to invite whoever's listening to our church service. So I'm not the only one sitting in the corner. We can have other people <laughs> sitting with me. <laughs> but I do like my corner. I will share it, though. Um, and our service is at 11 o'clock on Sunday. And that is at 420 Market Avenue South in Canton. And, you know, people might... Might not so being not growing up in the Salvation Army, okay. Um, I didn't really know that the officers, our bosses that we call majors, are also pastors. Yes. And first and foremost, the Salvation Army is a church. And so when we had the welcome service for our new pastors, Major Jody and Major Rob Kramer, um, they made a point of saying that we want anybody and everybody to come into the service. And no matter, you don't have to clean yourself up. You don't have to act a certain way. We want anybody to come in and feel welcome. And I know that's that's their main goal is just to invite anybody um, to feel welcome to the service. So I'm very excited um, about how that will just continue to grow. And whoever's listening, I just invite you to come to our service. So that was just the little the little addition I wanted to add, Heather. Maybe that could be one of your check it out number two for the week. Come check us out. You know what I mean? We'd love to have you. So um, thank you for that. So we're going to switch gears just a little bit quickly. Um, if you go to peermagazine.org, which is our Salvation Army periodical written very well, this kind of goes back a little bit to what we were talking about last week. It's The Misses of Overthinking by Blake Lehner. So it's actually talking a little more about how we overthink how other people think of us. I know. It's such a good, easy read. And we were talking about bikinis and bathing suits and being on the beach last week, and it was kind of fun. And this kind of goes on to that, like, why do we really think so? What, why, when we get to the point where we're overthinking what everybody thinks of us all the time, what we look like, what we're seeing, what we're doing, and how dangerous that is. So like we were talking about being on the beach and why we do what we do and why we dress like we dress and that kind of stuff. And this kind of goes into it a little more on a psychological level. And it was interesting because there's a part of it that talks about um, how you might be thinking some other people are thinking one way, but how do you really know what they're thinking? They might think that you're fabulous and, you know, whatever. So it's a really good, I think it's an easy read. It's not long, but it kind of goes with what we've all been talking about lately. So... That's really good, Heather. And that's something that I'm working on. I think there's so much freedom to be found and not being so concerned with what other people think about you. Okay. Yes, that's a great check it out. I'm going to read that for sure. And we just want to conclude with the ABCs of salvation. This is just a template. This is a simple um, prayer that you can walk through. And so the A is for admit that you've done wrong. That just means that we've all sinned. We've all made wrong choices in our lives. The B is for believe that Jesus is who he says he is, which is um, the Son of God, the, um, the God that came down to earth and walked as a man, and he lived out all of the experiences, every type of feeling that we have experienced, he has lived through. And then he died for us on the cross to take away those sins. 
And the C is for calling on his name. And that just means asking him, asking Jesus to come into your heart. And thanks so much for tuning in. And until next time, ignite Ignite your your life. life.